Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, and welcome back to The Relationship Doctor. I'm Dr. Steven Snyder, and today I want to share with you one of the most useful things I know about relationships, something I'm going to call the secret art of intimate communication. Today, I want to tell you about a new podcast from my team at Macmillan. It's called Knowing. It's a biography show you won't want to miss. On each season of Knowing, host Christy Westgard will take you for an inside look at an iconic entertainer. And the first season is all about Robin Williams. In this short eight-episode audio biography, you'll find never-before-heard interviews from people who worked with Robin and knew him best. And you'll hear from comedians like Gilbert Gottfried and Chris Gethard about how Robin inspired them to push the boundaries of comedy. Listen for a moving portrait of an unforgettable icon. Just search for Knowing Robin Williams on your favorite podcast app. Let's begin with a story. It's a Monday, and I'm sitting in my office listening to a patient of mine tell me what happened to him over the weekend. His wife was in a bad mood, and he couldn't figure out what to do about it. Whenever he said something to try to be helpful, she'd tell him it was the wrong thing to say. But whenever he gave her space, she'd complain that he wasn't paying any attention to her and that he didn't really care. As I sit with him, I'm listening as best I can, not sure exactly how to help. Halfway through the hour, he interrupts the story, gives me a pained look, and says, I'm worried you're not really interested in all this. At that moment, something changes. Now he's talking to me directly confronting me directly about something live and in the moment, involving him and me. There's an electricity in the air that wasn't there before. Neither of us is sure exactly what's going to happen next. It's suddenly intimate in a new way. I want to talk to you for a moment about what intimate communication is exactly and what it's not. An intimate communication as I'm going to define it, always has three elements, you, me, and a feeling. When my patient turns to me and tells me he's worried that I'm not really interested, suddenly all three elements, you, me, and a feeling, are in the room at the same time. When that happens, things change. The emotion in the room goes way up, which makes sense because now it's live and real and in the moment and neither of us has any control over how the other person is going to react. We humans don't usually like giving up control. It's like walking out on thin ice. Maybe it'll hold you, or maybe you'll fall through. If someone has just stepped out onto thin ice emotionally and taken the risk of making an intimate statement, the first thing to remember is to validate them for it. When someone makes an intimate statement, they're asserting their right to be taken seriously. So don't just react willy-nilly and say the first thing that pops into your head. Treat what they said with respect. 
people aren't stupid. If my patient is worried that I've lost interest, he must have picked up on something. Maybe he's experiencing it in a distorted way, but chances are he's not imagining things. Was he right that I'd lost interest? Not exactly. But as I was sitting listening to him, his relationship with his wife did seem so fraught, so painful, especially the events of this past weekend, that I was starting to feel discouraged. Maybe that's what he's picking up on. The second important thing to do when someone gives you an intimate communication is to consider responding with an intimate communication of your own. This is controversial when it comes to therapy, since there's always a risk that you'll say too much, but there's also a risk in saying too little. I turn to my patient. He's waiting to hear what I'm going to say. I don't think I was losing interest, I tell him, but I do think I was starting to feel kind of discouraged. I didn't know you were feeling discouraged, he says. Suddenly a thought occurs to me. Sounds like the same feeling you were having over the weekend with your wife, I say. Have he and I secretly been tossing this feeling of discouragement back and forth like a hot potato? That happens sometimes in therapy. Suddenly a whole new world of possibilities opens up for understanding what's going on between us. That's what happens sometimes when you take a risk and put you, me, and a feeling together in a sentence. Now, most of the time, of course, we don't talk to the people around us in this intimate kind of way, which is smart since intimate communication can get you into trouble if you don't use it with discretion and in the right situations. When you're trying to have an intimate relationship, though, it's often the best way to keep that relationship emotionally alive. Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Now, I know that what I'm telling you, this you, me, and a feeling approach, is a lot different from how we usually talk about intimacy. But over the past 30 years of counseling couples, I've found it incredibly useful for helping people turn stale, unrewarding interactions into more meaningful, productive ones. Let me give you a simple example from the world of dating. Let's say you're out on a date with someone and you find yourself warming up to them in a big way. You might say something like, you're a really great person. That's nice, but it's not really intimate. It just sounds like a statement of fact. It doesn't have you in it, and it's not really a feeling. Let's make it more intimate. What if you say, I really like you? Feel the difference? That's got you, me, and a feeling all together in a sentence. It's definitely riskier because you're putting yourself into it. But hey, no risk, no reward. The next example I want to discuss with you is probably the most famous. 
telling someone you love them. The popular idea is that I love you is just about the most intimate thing you can say to someone. It's got all the elements, you, me, and a feeling, in the most concentrated form you could ever imagine. The problem, though, when someone says, I love you, is you have no idea precisely what they mean. It certainly sounds positive, but what's going on exactly in the other person's head and heart? Whatever it is, you can be pretty sure it's something serious, assuming they're telling you the truth and not just trying to get you into bed. But the really intimate thing about I love you is that it means you're taking a risk, which, as we discussed, is true of all really intimate communications. The first time you say it, you're not sure how the other person is going to respond. But after you've said it to each other a few times, saying I love you becomes a lot less intimate. You're saying it to each other more for reassurance than anything else, which by definition is a lot less risky. So how do you keep your relationship emotionally intimate once you've gotten to the point of saying I love you to each other every day? The best way is to make sure you still communicate intimately with each other, you, me, and a feeling, every day if possible. One useful way is whenever you can to share a little more about how you're feeling than you feel absolutely comfortable sharing. Sometimes the most intimate-sounding statements aren't really that intimate at all. For instance, telling your partner, I love you more and more every day. That's like I love you on steroids, right? Maybe, but it's only really intimate. You're only really taking a risk the first time you say it, and you're not sure your partner feels the same way. Otherwise, it can be a wonderful thing to hear and very reassuring. Hey, we all need reassurance, lots of it, every day. But reassurance and intimacy aren't the same thing. In fact, sometimes they're opposites. Sometimes in a relationship, negative statements can be the most intimate of all. For instance, let's say you tell your partner, I feel like we haven't been as close lately. That's very intimate. It's got you, me, and a feeling together in a sentence. And it's taking a risk because you have no idea how they're going to react. That's where you open the doors to much more intimate communication. In a committed relationship, intimate communication often means revealing something about your own feelings that you'd ordinarily not reveal. It's about taking a chance, stepping out onto thin ice, and trusting that the other person won't let you fall through. What's your most pressing relationship question? Email it to me at relationshipdoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. You might even hear your question on the show. For more useful tips on getting more of what you need in a relationship and holding on to it once you get it, follow me on Twitter and Facebook and check out my new book, Love Worth Making, How to Have Ridiculously Great Sex in a Long-Lasting Relationship. And be sure to listen and subscribe to Relationship Doctor on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please note that all content here is for informational purposes only. This content does not replace the professional judgment of your own mental health provider. 
please consult a licensed mental health professional for all individual questions and issues. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.